specifically investments in the next big thing are reserved for big institutional investors, people with a lot of money, but that could be changing. So I'm joined today by fintech gurus Joe Endoso, the chief operating officer at Link2, and also Robin O'Connell, the chief revenue officer at Uphold. And Joe and uh, the team at Link2 are democratizing private investments so people can get a chance to get in early on some of these big companies. And you are one of the fintech companies that Link2 is featuring. So I want to talk a little bit about that. Let's just start with what Uphold is. What is it that you do, Robin? Sure. So Uphold is a, uh, a multi-asset uh, wallet and uh, platform. And so basically any user can go on and they can purchase a variety of digital assets from cryptocurrencies to fiat currencies to commodities to fractional equities. And the big thing is that you can go from anything to anything instantly. Okay. So it's this concept that we're moving into the world where there's more and more digital assets, mm -hmm. um, you know, in the world of NFTs, in metaverses, this is all forming right now. And, and, and we're coming into a world where you need an easy way to go from one thing to another. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a consumer business, we have about 8 million users globally. Uh, and we have a B2B business, which is what I run, where we basically are providing the plumbing for other companies who uh, need a payments infrastructure for this, this new digital world. Okay, and then you uh, decided to offer them on your platform as well. So explain how that works. Like, how was the decision made? And then how can an investor invest in Uphold if they choose to do so? I'll start off by saying that if you look today at what's on offer on the platform, Uphold is, in our opinion, one of the very best investments. Um, one reason for that is that we were able to invest relatively early. Mm. So this is back in, I'd say, the second quarter of 2020, at a time when Robin's company, Uphold, probably had a million and a half users. That compares to about eight million today, and revenues that were less than one-tenth mm. of what they are today. Yeah. So we've ridden that value curve up as that company has grown and has become increasingly profitable. Yeah. And we're, we're really delighted. Why did we pick them? Number one, we're, we're really um, high on the long-term prospects of the digital asset space. But it's a space that's populated by a lot of companies that frankly are great sort of marketing fronts, but don't have real solid underlying business fundamentals. Uphold, we felt, was very different because their digital wallet solution is real. It's actually so real that we selected it ourselves as our digital wallet partner. So we wanted a way for people that have assets in crypto to be able to transact on our platform and make private investments. I see. And so we partnered with these guys, okay. Jane, so that they could do exactly that. So today, you can take your Uphold wallet, link it to your Link2 account, and use crypto, literally, mm -hmm. to make investments on our platform okay. in private equity. Oh, yeah. It's very, I mean, it's a brand new model of like financial investing. So how have you been handling this market and staying resilient? Because it's been really tough. I mean, particularly for crypto, it's felt like there's been a bit I'm of a washout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, go ahead, Robin. So um, one thing that we did early on was we took a path of uh, being fully regulated. Mm. And, um, and in the world of crypto, you basically have centralized solutions that you know you're running KYC, AML, transaction monitoring, like any fintech, right? Uh, and you need licenses in the United States, you need money transfer licenses. So it's a big deal, it's a huge, uh, huge cost 
to get these licenses, to maintain it, and then to, to have a robust compliance program. Now, that sounds difficult, and it, and it is. And then the, the other side of the house is sort of these DeFi solutions that kind of, it's a bit of the Wild West. Yeah. What's happening is, uh, and, and just last week, the EEA came out with new regulation that said, look, Wild West is is no more. You you, you need to you know you're 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 moving money and it needs to be properly you know monitored you know so make sure there's no illicit activities et cetera et cetera. So uh, a lot of the fallout that we're seeing are sort of results of the Wild West, whereas we think we're really well positioned because a lot there's a lot of great projects on the DeFi space, but they're going to need that regulated piece yeah. which we offer. So back to the the B2B story, and we have that regulated, licensed plumbing to allow these great companies or, or you know, new yeah. projects and so forth to, to you know, uh, reach their goals. So, and Joe, explain a little bit about the research that you do into these companies. So, if somebody wants to participate in Link2's platform, how do they know they've been vetted and all of that? Yeah. Mm. Well, the I, I think the the principal answer is that. Uh, because we're using our own capital to make these investments first and therefore taking the risk, mm -hmm. right? You have skin in the game. Absolutely, 100% skin <laughs> yeah. actually, because at the very start of that process, it's only our money, right? So absolutely, we have to vet each one of these investments. And, and then we share, once we open those investments up to participation by our members, we share our research with, with our members. And if you go to our website or on our app, you can see some of that information and you can actually call um, you know, the people in the company, myself included, mm. to get additional insights and information if you want okay. before making an investment decision. So talk a little bit about the growth potential for Link2 as well as Uphold. Sure. So we, last year, like many companies in, in the digital asset space, we saw incredible growth. Um, so. Uh, we and we continue to see growth, even though the, the market is down. We've we've maintained our large customer base that we've gained in the last couple of years, and so what we're doing now is, um, you know, our company is really focused on simplicity. Back to the anything to anything, and we're we're, we're making some basically fundamental. Uh, changes or improvements to our platform to just make it even easier for people to go from 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 one thing to the next. Mm -hmm. So um, we're taking this time where there's a down market to really sort of bolster our products so that when mm -hmm. when we this is you know, the building time the building time. <laughs> but but look, if if you believe that you know the world is headed in you know. Facebook changed its name to Meta, right? Mm -hmm. Like, there, if you believe that this world is changing and it's going in the digital asset space, which I believe, right? Then we're we're basically that payment system that can help companies, um, you know, do do the stuff that they don't necessarily want to to mm -hmm. have to get involved with the hard stuff, yeah, uh, the plumbing, right, will, right. Yeah. Okay, and then what about Link Two and just where you're looking for growth? Yeah, we've got growth potential on both sides of our business, right? Because it's an investment business. So on the one side, you're looking at how big is the private tech universe, because that's where we're investing. And that today is approximately 3.2 trillion in value uh, over 500 odd companies around the world. That's our investable universe. On the other side, there's anywhere between 80 to 100 million people around the world today 
who are accredited investors and can invest in these assets. So I, I, I think when you look at those numbers and you look at kind of where we are today, which is roughly 55,000 users with approximately 150 million in investments, those two numbers are tiny compared to the total addressable opportunity. Yeah, to how big sites. it could potentially get. <clears throat> and Joe, just finally, explain how people can get involved with Link2 and what kind of accreditation do they need to be able to invest in these companies? They have to be an accredited investor um, in the U.S. if they want to participate. Um, that means they have in the U.S. to have um, uh, an annual income of more than 200000 and or a net worth of at least a million dollars, not counting the value of their home. Mm. Right. If you're overseas, you'll be subject to your home country requirements, which may be looser than in the States, or there may be none. There are countries around the world where anybody can invest in these assets, unlike in the States. Mm -hmm. So we're open to uh, anybody in the world, and it's an online business, so you can come in, sign up, um, go through our customer onboarding process which is very quick set up your account and once you're set up and you've you've basically qualified as an accredited investor yeah. you can click and make investments it's relatively easy and well and I simple. told you I love the idea of kind of democratizing all of that and giving yeah. other people a chance to get involved in the next big thing mm -hmm. whatever it may be so thank you so much Joe and Robin for coming in thank you very for welcome. having us uh -huh. thank you yeah. thank you Jane